into. In one, talking about social media people, don't let it affect you too tough. Roll credits. What is going on, people? What it do? Boop, 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 boop. What's up? Energy, energy, energy yeah, inside. Yeah, yeah. Energy inside in. I don't know if you guys can tell, but there's hella energy, and there's a massive reason for it. It is the man, the myth, the legend, the king, the conqueror's birthday. Happy birthday, Mr. Fabian! Thank you, thank you for my listeners. Thank you, like and subscribe. Thank you, you know. It's my birthday. It is my birthday today. So I think if you're watching this right now, or you're listening to this right now, you should go onto YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. Yes, thank sir. You. Oh, and if you're right. Yeah, and if you're on a podcast and that... Please leave a review. Leave the review. Splendid. So first things first, how are you feeling, Mr. Birthday Champion? You know what I mean? I'm just I'm surrounded by kings and surrounded by stars, so you know I'm lighting up out here. I'm feeling like one of the, I'm on top of the mountain, baby. Let's go. I appreciate it. And guys, you can't see uh, on the podcast or even on the YouTube, but Fabe's got some Jordans on. Fabe's got the Jordans on, so he's looking like a goat right now, which is an absolutely, absolutely wonderful thing. Ethan, yeah. how are you doing this week? I am fantastic and even better because it's Fabian's birthday today. Yes, we love to celebrate. This man bought a DMX jumper and if you listen to one of our old episodes, I'm pretty sure Fabian spoke about DMX yep. and his deepness and what he means to him. So go out and check that episode out as well because it's fantastic. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful week. It's a beautiful life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hit me with it. Let's, What's going on? Let's go. Okay, so the main topic for today is how does social media define our self-value and also how can we find value in ourselves? externally from that but before we get to that Ooh. i'm going to start with one of the the smaller questions for the pod so you guys think about that at home does social media define your value let us know does it define your value exactly but how first, does it make you feel how does it make you feel that's actually a great question first things first i've got a question for both of you guys are you ready for it i'm ready okay. i can't really want that first question of the day is if you were to restart your career from right now which industry would you go into if you were to just scrap everything you know right now and be able to move into another section, into a whole other framework, a whole other skill set, where would you go? Birthday boy obviously goes first, Ooh. obviously. Right, so for me, obviously I'm in construction now. I think if I started at a younger age, I probably would have gone a lot further in the construction. Wouldn't probably, still don't think I would have picked up a trade, but I do think I would have gone into management, the overall running of a building, mm-hmm. and overall running of a construction site, seeing, knowing bits and bobs about everything that actually makes a building, I would have loved to have done that. But if I didn't do that, I think I would have loved to took computer science. Okay. Very, very, okay. Um, I like real. that. I think for me, like just to be able to see where the future is going with all the electrical cars, mm-hmm. we're doing a lot of contactless systems, mm-hmm. all like, you know, these self checkouts, I would have loved to have been able to say, I can take that apart and yeah. see how it works and know why it works. Yeah. I would love to be able to do that. So yeah, that, that's fa- that is actually fascinating. And, and I never would have picked that from you. So thank you. Thank you for that. Ethan. Oh, for me, it has to be into the music industry. Ooh. I would have loved to have either picked up an instrument or championed some local artists all the way to the big stage. I want to go with them. I want to travel with them. There's uh, such a wide variety of experiences that you can have in the music industry. And I think there's so much energy and creativity imbued into that. And I love music. Wherever I would walk in that building, there'll be music playing and there'll be someone that could teach me something that I don't know about music. Yeah. And I'm here for that. Yeah. Pass it over to you, you know Mr. J. I like that. These are both fantastic, fantastic answers. So I got I to raise my game to reach you guys. For me, I think it would be um, 
being a movie director. Mm. I would love, love, love to be a movie director. And you know what? I'm not, I'm not holding it out of the cards. I feel like somewhere down the line, there might be a movie which has directed by Jedediah Gabriel Watkins. Keep your it. eyes peeled. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just to, <laughs> just to put everyone into con- clarification, yeah. he says he wants to be a movie director, but who directs all the questions for the podcast? Ooh. And is the podcast not a short film, therefore a movie? Oh, so you're saying I'm already, you're saying I'm already on that path. Uh, you know what? Watch out, this way's coming soon. Directed by Jedediah Gabriel Watkins. You'll be seeing that Come on, on the Yes, sir. Okay, so we got that out of the way. The first question. I'm feeling good. The creative juices are flowing. Guys, the main question of the day, and I would love us to really uh, be considerate in how we think about this and how we present it because everybody here is interacting with social media when they interact with yes. us, right? So we've got we got to be careful that we don't tell people to get too far away because then we'll, stop, we'll lose that engagement, right? Yeah. So um, how does social media define our self-value and how can we find value in ourselves? This is, di- is partially connected to Instagram currently m- removing uh, the likes. There's a yeah, functionality yeah. where you can remove where people see the amount of likes you have. And for some people, they were talking about being anxious and feeling stressed simply because of the number of likes they have on their posts. And don't get me wrong, I get gassed. If I get a post that gets a certain amount of likes, or if I get a certain less likes, I'm like, hmm, what is going on? Am I not doing the right thing yeah. here? So it's a partially connected to that and so many other things that we see in the world on a regular basis. So yeah, guys, the question, how does social media define our self-value and how can we find value in ourselves externally with social media? I think it's a big thing for people to actually not to look to social media yep. for valuing themselves. Yep. Because you're obviously, you're valuing yourself in an artificial way. Because at the end of the day, social media is all artificial. It's like, yeah, you post real life stuff. Mm-hmm. But for me, you're looking at it, you're not living it. It's yep. not so, you, you're trying to experience what someone's going through. It's like, you're watching a movie, you can say, oh, a movie can be part, partly real. Yep. It's the same thing as I see on social media. I think a lot of people take social media too deeply serious to actually affect them where they see something, oh, I must have that. Yeah. They see someone enjoying their life, goes, why can't I enjoy my life? Yeah. Not everyone enjoys their life the same way. And I think people need to understand, they need to see what works for them, yeah. what they like, yeah. and not because this influencer or this famous person has that, you must have it. Mm-hmm. Because we're all on journeys, and I think if you sidetrack off the journey you're on because of what you see, because you're trying to get it a bit quicker, you want to get there fast, faster because you've seen someone's got it now mm-hmm. it can set, set you off the rails yeah so i think for that's what i'll say but um for self-value wise i think you just need to people need to step back with the whole like not likes like taking the likes off thing i get it like getting excited about likes i do the same sometimes but it's to the point where i'm more of a person where i like to see who liked it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't care about all these randomers i'm saying you know what I've got 200 likes, yeah. but I know 150 of those people. Yeah. Like I say to some of my friends at the time, I say, okay, you've got 500 likes, but you only know 50 of those people. That's weird. Why is he atting me for? Why is Fabian atting me right now? I don't understand. I don't, I don't know why he's going for I'm, me. I'm, like, I'm with, not atting no with one. teammates here. I'm not atting <laughs> no one, but I'm thinking, like, do you imagine, like... I'm catching strays yeah. here, bro. Like, <laughs> obviously, you're an influence, isn't it? Like, you're that guy, like, you're that guy, so you're going to have all them likes. You're going to have all these random people liking your stuff, you yeah. know? And... Sometimes, for, like, for me, I'm a socialist, mm-hmm. where I don't do it for social media, I do it to network at the end of the day, because okay. like, that's how I see it, to be fair. So, that's the, really, for me, it's like, I want to interact with people, say, what's good, like, how are you doing? Like, are you struggling? Like, why are you struggling? Yeah. You shouldn't be struggling. Yeah. You know, like, we just spoke, spoke to our boy that's playing abroad, and he's not struggling, but 
Can I, we shout him out? Can we shout him out? Yeah, hey, shout out Taylor, man. Shout out my boy, my boy Taylor. Like, he's out there, you know, shout him out. Scoring touchdowns and in Ukraine. The whole thing was just like, I spoke to him before he went out there. He's like, I don't know if I should go. I don't know if I'm going to do it, okay? Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to get dropped. Like, he's put so much doubt into his head. Yeah. Like you just said there, like, the bro played his last game, got three touchdowns in the game. Boy! And he said, I can't remember the last time I had that. Yeah. And I said to him, just ball out, bro. Enjoy it. Doesn't matter what kind of quality the league's in. Mm-hmm. Just enjoy the whole thing. Yeah. But I'm gonna wrap it up there because I can go on forever, and I'm gonna give it to Ethan and let him say yeah. he's sad. Pass the torch, right, Pass the torch my brother. So I think I agree with the points that you made in that your self value is not defined by your social media mm-hmm. standing, mm-hmm. and I think the the area in which it gets muddy is when your business involves social media. Yeah. We yeah. are a platform, so yeah. I look towards our likes. I look towards our engagement. I look towards how we create meaningful content yeah. and how we engage on our platform and that derives value yeah. but that is not our self-value. Exactly. Our self-value is the quality of work that we put in yeah. and the, the end product. I'd be much happier if I put an end, out an end product that I am happy with yeah. as opposed to one that did incredibly well. Yeah. Of course, I don't rely for this on my primary source of income which is a very fortunate position to be in. I can make this for fun and I love making it with yeah. you guys. Yeah. Thank you very much for, yeah. for having me here. I saw, I saw an infographic very recently which was a, it was a circle um, that had various levels of fullness um, compared to one that was continually full, like almost a moon. The amount of light I really represent the fullness of the circle, but your circle is entirely full by you existing and your presence on this earth and you being you. That is the, the bottom line for it. Mm-hmm. And then the second part of the question was, how do you derive self-value? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How so, do you find self-value when you're yeah, not looking yeah. for social media? How do you hold it? My self-value is defined by, I know at the base of it that the people around me love me regardless of whether I am giving them something or not. Yeah. My... It is not transactional. Exactly. It's completely yeah. non-transactional, which is why I appreciate you both so much. You pour energy into things and pour good spirit into things and goodness comes from that. Your goodness and your happiness and your joy brings other people joy and that is incredibly valuable. That is above and beyond everything, I think, the most valuable thing in that you create happiness by designed by choice because you want that to be your your footprint in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, my self-value comes from my work. Do I enjoy what I do? Am I good at what I do? Um, sometimes I have, there's, there's up and down days, but ultimately, and I just found out today some really good news, I had my appraisal and I'm doing fantastic. Let's go! Let's go! 30 Shout seconds to celebrate even! Give us a boo 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 in the comments, give us a boo 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 in the chat, Smash you know. Smash the like button. Yes, sir. So right now, my self-value is probably feeling very inflated. Yeah. I'm very, very happy and I'm surrounded by wonderful people. I have such a wonderful group of friends mm-hmm. that reflect my personality but also reflect the quality of my character because I see how much I love them. Yeah. I'm going to done it there and chuck it over to you, Jim. I but, appreciate it. Oh, just, oh. just before, just before you do I just want to throw a quick spanner in the works for everyone that's listening, right? And for everyone that's watching, if you're watching this now, I want people to comment because I want to actually know this because yeah. it literally just came to me. Now, Instagram are doing the whole thing where you can remove the likes, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But put it this way, how many people, this is why I want people to answer this question, how many people of you would you still use Instagram if there was likes and dislikes on Instagram? Dislikes, the whole other, dislikes. Well, this, but, it, but, but, yeah. but you know, like, if my thing is that, you know, people are so worried about how many likes you get, yeah. right? But on YouTube, you get likes and dislikes. Yeah, no one don't care because you just put your video out there. Yeah, people yeah. get trolled, it happens. Yeah. And I think a lot of people will step back from Instagram because now people can dislike your posts. 
mm. and you're posting things to be seen, right? Yeah. So imagine if that if that was the case mm-hmm. where it was like, okay, now do I really need to care about likes? Mm. Do I really need to care if these people don't like my stuff? Yeah. If this person lives on the other side of the world and they don't like my picture, who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the reason why I'm saying that is, what's the difference from someone not liking your picture to not liking your picture? Ooh, I like the wordplay there. I do like the wordplay. Do you understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. yeah. So if, if, if I change that wordplay to like, what's the difference between someone not liking your picture mm-hmm. and disliking your picture? Mm. I don't see the difference. For me, I don't see the difference because... It's them showing that they don't like it mm. to them still showing that they don't like it though. Because because they didn't like it, does that mean they don't like it? It's like this is the mind this is the mind games I go through for myself and say, this is what people probably think about. Yeah. Yeah, so I get it. It's a metaphorical that the, the phantom non likers in some people's minds are actual dislikers. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah see? It, yeah, yeah. And that's literally how I see it. Yeah. And I just wanted to throw That's it how out you there. see it. Yeah. No, no, I'm saying that's how I see people see oh, it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I was going to say. I don't care, <laughs> man. Throw those likes, throw the dislikes. If you don't like me, hey, God bless you, man. You don't like someone today. Anyway, so yeah, forget. That's what like, people rewind that, check it out, and see what I just said there, and try and wrap your head around it, and see if it actually makes any sense, because I think people just need to step back and see that. The likes not a big deal. Mm. Like, just get on with your life. If you like the picture, that's the main thing. Yeah. So sorry. Hey, bro. Yeah. Nuggets is nuggets. Do you know it's what I mean? Drop them at left, right, and center. I'm yeah. gonna keep it short and sweet so we can get onto Fabian's five minutes of food. But, but you guys have touched on it a little bit, and I'm gonna touch on it a whole lot more. I'm gonna I'm gonna go deep into it. Yeah. So okay. What I want to talk about is finding self value through self. Yeah. So we've spoken a little bit about us finding self-value externally through the people around us, the people we respect, our employers and things like that. Um, I want to I wanna talk about really trying to discern self-value through how you speak to yourself and how you wake up in the morning. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I am sitting next to two people who practice self-love, self-care and therefore have a very high self-value through their own self-actions. And that's really important to have self-value through self-actions. So for example, Ethan gets up almost... Like clockwork, 5.30, 6 o'clock every morning, unless unless it's been a rough night's sleep, pretty much early every morning, yeah. and you're productive. And in that moment, you wake up, you go to the gym, or if you're not going to the gym, you're reading, you're drinking water, you're, wait, you're getting yourself going. You are building productivity the second you wake up. So the only way you can look at yourself from that point is, I'm doing something, I'm moving forwards. I'm getting 0.1% better just by waking up at this moment, as opposed to laying in bed for another 10 minutes, right? Yeah. Fabian, you're the same. Every time I see you, every time, whether it's we're talking about practice, whether we're talking about motivational moments, whether we're talking about whatever we're doing, you have always got a go get it attitude. You're always like, we're taking this to the next level. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna practice real hard today. Yeah. These kind of things, you're saying, I'm going to be productive. Through your actions, you are building yourself up. Through your actions and the way you speak to yourself and you speak things into existence, you're talking yourself into feeling good about what you're doing. And I think that's integral to self-value, is talk to yourself, motivate yourself into a way of thinking, I'm making a difference, at least to myself, if not anything else. Yeah. I think it's incredibly important that we self-speak and then we self-act to raise our self-value. Oh, I like it, I like it, I like it. Can I get a nuggets? Nuggets, nuggets, nuggets. <laughs> I think it's time for Fabian's five minutes of food. Wow, oh the wow. food is where you at, where you at. Let's eat, let's get hungry, let's get the food. Yes, sir. Okay, so it's that time because it's his birthday. We're going to be talking about birthday cake. Birthday cake. Birthday, birthday cake. Bro, 
this is just a question for out there and you can you can mix it up if you want but what would your perfect birthday cake look like the flavors the icing the decoration all of that so all of that i'm not gonna lie see because a birthday cake i'm a plain jane kind of guy Ooh, we don't mind it right i don't know i can't remember i think it was like my 10th or something birthday where my nan just made me old school sponge cake Ooh. but you know what made it the, like you know what gave it the oh uh, mm-hmm. was the blue icing yeah no, no, yeah. Listen, 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 baby blue. No, yeah. But not that, not that roll like that royal icing. I'm talking about mix that in the pot, kind of like, Ooh. you know what I mean? Drizzle icing, yeah? Yeah. yeah? yeah. So there was that nice thick layer of that, right? Mm-hmm. With the sprinkles on top. So almost like sprinkle cake. But that see that, that? That cake's proper. But for me, number one birthday cake mm. would be a sweet, Fluffy, okay, but heavy, okay. Victoria sponge cake. I like that. I like that. Fluffy, yeah. a spongy. I like it. Yeah. Ethan, talk to us. Oh, birthday, so birthday flavors. For me, and shout out to my mom by the way. Every single year, my mom will bake a cake. Um, obviously, no egg gang. No egg. No gang. egg gang. Get that out of here. Yeah, me. It was uh, a two-layered chocolate cake uh, with chocolate icing, and on it was just on my birthdays. It would be a buttercream and jam filling Damn. with some That's hundreds of thousands crunch. and you know those silver balls, the ones that you can crunch. Oh, yeah, those ones. And if I'm lucky, these things called orange cumins, which just like small orange segments that are cut up. Amazing, the chocolate and the orange and the mmm. I couldn't wait. Every single year, I, was, I would watch. You might hate watching paint dry, but I would love watching that cake dry. I was ready to go. <laughs> Passing over to you, sir. So I'm flabbergasted. You might say hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands. I am, in, I am in shock right now. That's incredible. Wow. Shout out to some incredible flavours coming through from both of you guys right now. I can't believe this. I'm in shock. Hey, it's your um, time, bro. For me, you know what? I've got to say, I've had some good birthday cakes over the years. I've had some where my family have pulled together like New Orleans Saints flavoured, uh, not flavoured, but designed. I'm going to say that no. Cajun cake. <laughs> <laughs> who that for the Who that Nation? I know there's not a single Saints fan listening now, but there might be in the future. Um, but no, for me, it's a red velvet. Okay. Real simple red velvet. I don't know why. People say, oh, you know, it's just chocolate cake. I don't think it is, you know, because the flavours are just different. I don't even even if it's just red velvet, red red dye that they put in there, I don't care. It changes the flavour completely. Um, go I've on. got a secret. Um, like say, like my theory is that they make it red because they they overdose on how much chocolate they put in it. <laughs> you think it's just super chocolate? Yeah. You think it's just super super chocolate? Yeah. Either way, red velvet cake cannot be cannot be beaten. I would actually like to shout out currently Tea's Bakery. We're gonna tag Tea's Bakery in the in the in the video. Tea's Bakery. Tea's Bakery, T does uh, a Jordan 1 cake. Does a Jordan 1 cake and we're actually gonna get one. We're definitely gonna get one, we're gonna post it up because it looks incredible. So we're gonna definitely get one of those and we're gonna even have a little taste session, we'll post it up because yeah, I definitely could do with a red velvet Jordan 1 cake if I'm honest. Um, hint, hint, it's my birthday in two weeks. Uh, so moving quickly on to our next, s- next segment, which is back to the main conversation of how does social media define our self-value and how can we find value in ourselves. So, Ethan touched on it a little bit before about being a business, right? And how does a business engage? And I think what the challenge is for us is we want to seem authentic, we want to come across real, but also we're a a combination of three people. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So authenticity slightly is lost when you're talking in a, as, as a collective as opposed to an individual, right? Yeah. But then also, we want to connect. Now, the only way we can really check connection is through engagement and through interaction. But if engagement and interaction isn't there, what does that, you know, what does that mean for your content, right? Yeah. So Gary V, a guy who we quote religiously on this, on this show, uh, is he would do a video every Friday on wine. This is back when he was starting his wine business in 2007, 2008, when, when YouTube had just started. Every single Friday for two years, he said he didn't get more than 200 viewers whole. Wow. For, over, for almost 100 videos, he said he didn't get more than 200 viewers whole for that time. Now, in the millions, right? So it's how do you slowly tweak and connect and refine that process of finding connection, not losing your self-value because you think that potentially you're losing viewers or not gaining viewers or interaction, right? And I would just love to, to pick your minds, guys, for five minutes mm -hmm. on what you think that looks like. What do you think growing a social media account for a business or for, for an individual brand looks like when maybe you don't think you're getting the interaction that you want? I think for me, like when you talk about growing a business, it's how do you, how much do you believe in that business? Mm. It's like for us, instance, the box crew. Sorry, sorry. Can we just, can we just? He said, "How much do you believe in that business?" And that's also how much do you believe in yourself. Continue. Yeah. How sorry. much do you believe in that business? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so for us, for instance, okay, so we did the box crew. Mm. Now the box crew has been in the making for two years. Mm. Have once have we quit? No sir. Right. We've just started the social background of it, mm -hmm. but the main thing is the business. Yeah. And I think some people get lost in the social aspect of their business, forgetting about what their business is actually for. Yeah. It's like the whole thing, like, you know, you've got a clothing line. Yes, you need to promote it on, on all the social medias, mm -hmm. but remember what you're here to do. You're here to sell clothes. And for me, that's, I think that's one of the aspects people need to see as just because like we said, like Gary Vee, he's got millions of viewers now. Yeah. We haven't got that now. But it's like I always say to you, in five years' time, when we say we've got a million subscribers and they're watching these videos from five years ago, yeah. are we happy that we made these videos five years ago? Of course. 100%. Like, and I think that's, people got to think of the longevity of what they're doing and not try to rush into this whole, I need my business to be all over everywhere. No, you need to find out what works. Mm and maybe research what's going to work for your business and what's going to be different to everyone else. Yeah, I like that. Going back to purpose. Purpose is incredibly important in everything you do. Yeah, I think it's incredibly important to be resilient. Like Fabian said, if you believe in your business, then you can trust that it will be successful when it's the right time. I think too many people would expect instant success and that that causes a lot of businesses to close early. Mm -hmm. They might not be putting in that 100%. Mm -hmm. I know that when, when we started, we wanted to be consistent. Yeah. And it, that was the first, that building that consistency first and foremost was the most important thing. Yeah. The content followed afterwards. Every single podcast, if you listen to it from podcast one to podcast five, the improvement that these two made was incredible. It was huge. And it was because they chose to be consistent because they believed in their brand mm -hmm. and they believed that they could do better not only for themselves but also for everyone out there i know people that have spoken to me that are my friends that didn't know these two like oh they, they do something really good shout out to you if you listen to this on a friday if you're the morning crew also shout out to you if you're coming back five years and you're reflecting on this moment because yeah. it's, it's incredibly important and also i, I appreciate you 
Uh, we all do. We so, all talk. Yeah. Smash that like button. Thank you. Subscribe. <laughs> Resilience <laughs> and perseverance wins. Um, Warren Buffett said, time in the market beats everything. It, be- it wins out. Consistently mm-hmm. wins out. If you don't back yourself, then who will? If you don't believe in yourself, then who will? Being flexible is also incredibly important. Yep. There is no one way to attract people. Yeah. Everyone functions in different ways. Everyone functions at different times. We might hit you with a post at 9am. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the morning crew. And we're back. On top of being resilient, it's important to be flexible in the way that you work, in the way that you present, in the way that you interact with people. Um, polls. Reels are popping off at Instagram right now. Yes, um, I know a lot of businesses are, are suffering because the reels are so heavily populated, but try it. Yeah. Be versatile. Be willing to make a difference and make a change in yourself to better yourself. I think I think Ethan's taking a shot at us as motivational moments. What is it? Reels coming this week, guys. Ooh, is it couple, reels coming this week? Couple, couple. Definitely get onto them because these men need to post more reels. Every time us? I post reels, you're what you do me. Get onto all of us. All three. Real, but they look next week. Wait, yeah, I think so. Didn't someone say they got like a lot of like already content across? I think post. they said they pre-recorded it. I don't. I think I might have to go up. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, pass it over to you, sir. Oh man, he got me like that. Uh, you know what? I think it is. It comes back to the two points that I think were really, really valuably made by both of you. So Fabian spoke massively about purpose. Remember your purpose. You're doing this for a reason. That's it. Don't do it just to follow a path. Don't do it just to perform or because you feel like you have to. Plug in the last YouTube video. What is your purpose? What is your purpose? Hey, I like the way that we bring it back and forth. Tag team of heaven. (laughs) (laughs) Really, really, truly bring it back to your purpose. What is your why? Right? Your purpose defines where you're going. Your purpose needs to be your path. If it's not, you get lost. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm going off. I'm go, going go back 15 seconds and listen to end, that. End the video. <laughs> Wait, why that, man? <laughs> that may be my favourite quote from this whole, the whole time we've done any of this. So, purpose, one, right? And then, there's something really important that Ethan so, mentioned. Sorry, guys, I just got flagged that so I remember where that was. You've seen behind the process <laughs> now. <laughs> so, something Ethan spoke about, which I think is really important, is being fluid, being versatile and being flexible, right? If you as- apply that purpose with the ability to change and adapt and to turn on a dime, right, to be able to completely change direction in how you're reaching people, you can reach so many more people. You might be doing something a hundred times over and not getting to anyone. Try something else. Try something new. You never know. That could be where all of your people are. That could be where your your clientele or your, your listener, your consumer is, right? So keep growing, keep adapting and keep changing, right? Michael Jordan one time was told he was one of the worst defenders in the league. Then the next year he came back and was defensive player of the year. So never ever stop changing and growing your skill set. Be versatile, be fluid, but let the purpose drive that. That is my feedback. That's what I would say. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yeah. Now, we're moving on to the final question. Final question. Before we wrap this up. And it's a fairly visual one, but we'll try to be descriptive with the vo- with the vocals, with the words, so that we can help you guys. Wordplay. Uh, exactly. The wordplay is going to need to be on point, guys. This okay. description, we're going to need to ter- turn into some premium writers so that the, the listener can visually, in their mind, see what we're describing. Close okay? your eyes. Close your eyes. What is your favourite sports celebration? So somebody scores a goal. Somebody gets a sack in American football. Somebody hits three what is your favourite sports Ooh. celebration? Yo, this one's easy for me. Oh, even got it right. First of all, because I wrote a question like two weeks ago with an idea in mind. <laughs> so I'm going to take that. But my favourite celebration uh, is one of my favourite football players 
in existence, one of my heroes, a man who literally stopped the war in his home country, DDA Drogba. DDA! Let me just come through. And with the arms, you know it. If you've seen Drogba score a goal, yeah, yeah. lucky Arsenal fans out there, but you've seen him score enough goals, yeah? And he comes with the sauce. That is an iconic celebration. When we won the Champions League with his game-winning penalty against Bayern Munich back in 2012. Yeah. Shout out to my dad because we watched that game together. I was going off. The house was screaming. I celebrated like this the first, the next day when I went back into school when people would doubt Chelsea <laughs> and that has stuck with me. DJ Drogba has done things beyond sport and it's just yeah. amazing and that celebration is just, it's just too much for me. It's just too much for me. If you ever catch me scoring goals, I'm going to do that celebration in honour of Drogba. You know Four. what? You know what? I need to jump in here because there was Arsenal slander in that comment but I think the only footballer in existence who I will allow to be accompanied with Arsenal slander is DJ because like you say, yeah. this man stopped the civil war. This man was so much greater than just his ability, his incredible ability to, to score a goal and it was personified in that celebration. So yeah, shout out to DJ and fantastic energy. I appreciate your grace. grace. I appreciate your grace. Favourite, <laughs> <laughs> my bro. Your favourite sports celebration Bye. ever. So obviously... Through lockdown, we played a lot of 2K and there's so many celebrations. Yeah. But it got me thinking to back one of the bossy celebrations. And I, right, people don't quiz me because I'm not a big football guy like that. So I don't know, but I think it's Cantona. Eric Cantona? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is he not the one that's the first one that when he scored, he walked away and just tapped his name on his back? Was that that's, him? That's a Cantona thing. That's yeah, definitely a Cantona thing. Yeah, yeah. You know who I am. He did the whole. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think for me that changed it. Yeah, because like, everyone goes for like, yeah, yeah, and he's went. Yeah, and, and I thought, you know what, boss. Yeah, the humility. Yeah. yeah, the yeah. boss was like, I am the man. Yeah, and yeah, so that one for me is just to say because it's so like simple and it means so much. It's like who do you think you are? Yeah, and it's like okay, it's Cantona. Yeah, yeah. I like so that. For that. For me, it's that one. I like that Athlete a lot. One. I like that a lot. And uh, yeah, Cantona yeah, is a great athlete as well. So uh, <laughs> to be able to to be able to show that man leading the way he did, yeah. and that celebration definitely suited his character. Yeah, massively. So um, I got two. I want to call out one, which which is just a funny one. I've never even seen it, you know, but I've heard about it in in legends, right? Okay. Uh, me and legends. Fabian play American football, right? And there's a teammate uh, that we have who is quite an eccentric character, right? He's a very very fast, skinny wide receiver, and exactly <laughs> <what he's doing. laughs> and this man. Uh, has been fabled to score when he scores a touchdown, right? He turns into it turns into Call of Duty for some reason, right? He'll yes, he get down. Yes, I was there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and TA because TA watches this, yeah. Our head coach watches this. I remember being on the sideline and TA said, "Get that fool off the field. Where does he think he is?" <laughs> I love how he turned today into an American. <laughs> Where did he dig you? Um, yeah, so he basically, it turned into Call of Duty, right? And he got down on his stomach, right, in a sniper's stance and started air shooting with the sniper. I don't know what the inspiration was behind it. I don't know what was going through his mind when it came oh, up. Man. But to, to just hear that in itself is an incredible, incredible thing. Like, I'm going to elaborate because I was there. Yeah. I remember everyone standing on side. You know, it, was, it wasn't that he did that. It was delayed. That was the thing, right? So you know you, you score, he scored the touchdown, right? Mm. And it's like he turned around, then dropped the ball, and then thought, 
let's do it. <laughs> Dropped down and then literally started shooting. Ref just flagged it. And I was just like, oh, oh my God. God. Everyone's like, you know when everyone's gone like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> yeah, but it was hilarious. Tears reaction. The best bits. Yeah. yeah. The best bits. Absolutely. I like yeah. that. That was good. Your second one. So for me, yeah, my actual one, I have to say, it's got to be what the Cleveland Browns did last year, right? They set up a, a photo shoot. They scored a touchdown and they set up a photo shoot. Yeah. I think it was Odell Beckham Jr. scored a touchdown at the beginning of the season or maybe this was even the year before. They set up a, a, a photo shoot and there's a clip of Baker Mayfield, the quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, like rolling into the picture, super smooth. He basically, they're all lined up. Odell Beckham Jr. is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are like two guys around him pretending to be like lighting or whatever or thing. And then... Uh, Baker Mayfield does a spin, is on his knee, and then goes like that and clicks it, and it was so smooth. Yeah. It looked like they were a K-pop band with how smooth they did it, yeah. and I, I like the the source and the energy and the swagger that comes with a clean, clean celebration. Yeah. Um, but another one, just because you're wearing these Jordan ones, is the shrug. Obviously, the Jordan, you know, yeah. <laughs> you can't stop me. Um, you know, un unstoppable, yeah. right? And um, but I said unstoppable, but with that, we're gonna stop this episode guys any final words for the listeners for the viewers don't take social media so too personally mm -hmm. like see it as an escape see it as a learning tool see mm -hmm. it see it as somewhere just to see what's going on in the world mm -hmm. but do not take it too close to heart yeah because i think a lot of people do yeah yeah i'm gonna say DJ Drogba, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening in. We appreciate your energy every single week. I'd love to hear from you. I will be in those comments. If you comment, I'm going to hit you back. I promise that this week. Yeah. Yep. Shout out Phil to the snipers on the field. You get me. <laughs> <laughs> Snap so much, he snapped yeah. my ACL out of existence. We're Ooh. not going to talk about that one. <laughs> Guys, it's been a fantastic episode. Yep. We love you. Have an incredible week wherever you are. Can't wait to hear from you next week. Let's go. We are out. Peace. What's going on people? You know what it is. We just finished shooting a crazy episode. Quick one. Fire shots. You know what it is. Social media was the topic. Yes, sir. Stay tuned. Dropping Friday. We out. Peace.